0: Here's to the golden nectar that flows past our lips and to the chaos that follows. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Welcome to Cast Strength, everybody. With us. Hey. What's up? Yo. You, you, know, you know who we are? It's the most professional group of whiskey drinkers on YouTube. Well,
1: well do we made we it in like on Wednesday 30
0: seconds. <laughs> <laughs> some, some somehow we're here all three of us i hope everyone can hear us
2: yeah no you're right jeremy i do need to up my nerd shirt game i guess i really i really don't have any nerd shirts i uh, well i only have whiskey nerd shirts gotta fix which, that you know
1: gotta fix that
3: okay. that's <laughs> I all i have, have is nerd, nerd
1: shirts not even pants just, uh, just shirts
2: what are you boys drinking right now I didn't I've, even ask you that. I'm what do you 15, got, Beto?
0: I have uh, I have some nice vanilla cream, uh, Eagle Rare bourbon, of course. <laughs> it's bourbon, game. Vanilla cream, vanilla cream. That's what I get on this on on this vanilla vanilla cream. Oh,
2: on Eagle Rare, really? Yeah, interesting. interesting. I had a tiny bit of Eagle Rare last night because I hadn't had any in a while, and it was super like peanutty to me. Anyway, uh,
1: what about you, Brad? Uh, Weller 12 so oh
2: nice. dude they are charging 12. out
1: the ass for that here i know it's insane thankfully i got it at like actual msrp whatever it was like 32 bucks Canadian, which is what, like $6 American or something stupid. I'm sure. <laughs> It was basically free. I'm not sure that's how it's, that works, but it know. was basically free. As, Close enough. Yeah. So it was, it was, all right. yeah,
2: well, well done. I don't, I don't like to play that, uh, double triple markup game. Yeah, no, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been forever since I've had weather 12. Actually, I used to be able to get that kind of stuff pretty easily back in the day, but, but, uh, not, not these days. All the people want it. What are you drinking, Josh? So I have a bit of Wyoming whiskey. Ooh. Yeah. And this, this bottle actually has a bit of a story behind it. Uh, I have, there's a friend of mine that's in, in whiskey tribe and everything. Uh, Andy Morris out of the UK. He lives in Guernsey, UK. And, uh, we chat now and again, of course there's a big time difference, um, time zones and things like that. But, um, He saw the Whiskey Vault review of Wyoming Whiskey at one point and decided that sounds exactly like the bourbon for him. He just really loved their notes on it. Unfortunately, couldn't get a hold of it uh, anywhere in the UK. They didn't distribute there, which I think uh, they were recently bought out by the company that owns Macallan, like the parent company of Macallan. So uh, maybe maybe his luck will change on that. Mm -hmm. but. I attempted to get him a bottle of Wyoming and ship it over to him, even though it's not a terribly expensive thing or whatever. It's just the the one he had to have. And uh, <laughs> I bought this bottle and sent him pictures of it and promised I'd get it to him. And I packaged it up. We got a packing slip sent over from DHL in the UK, like already filled out, ready to go. Everything was good. This thing was packed for its voyage across the ocean. And I had to bring it to like... A special sh- uh, shipping center at the airport, right? Uh, I show up, drive all the way out to the airport. I show up at the DHL shipping center. I walk in. I'm like, here. I think you'll find all the paperwork's in order, and uh, just need to ship this. She's like, What's in the box? <laughs> nope. Like, what's in the
3: box? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: like, uh, It's a it's a bottle bottle of whiskey, actually. She's like, Yeah, you can't do that.
3: Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just like, I'm glad you're honest with me cause I was about to open it. <laughs> so they turned me away. And to this day, I don't, I don't think that Andy's gotten his hand on, uh, on Wyoming whiskey yet. So as a consolation prize, he said, you know what, if I can't have it, take that bottle, I'll pay you for it. Bring it to the, bring it to the wizard Academy and give it to the vault and hopefully it'll make it on another video. Nice. So so i was dubbed the whiskey mule at that point for trekking this bottle of wyoming whiskey all over the place and and getting busted by the by the shipper and uh i brought it up to daniel and we shot a little a little video clip and sent it over to him with uh, daniel pretending to pull the bottle out of my ass like i smuggled it across borders Uh, i I remember (laughs) seeing that (laughs) you don't smuggle like that well i mean that's the prison pocket's the only way to smuggle, I think. <laughs>
0: Actually, I really like that story. Um, should should we like do that for a little bit? I, I have a story about Eagle Rare.
3: Oh, I've yeah. What's your,
0: what's your Eagle Rare story? So my Eagle Rare story... Uh, I went to Vegas, Las Vegas, uh, last uh, August. And uh, I got the chance to hang out with James Bricker, who, as we know is um the bourbonist, burby bourbonist bourbonist, bourbon 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 Bur, bourbon guy we know next He's to the, the bourboniest bourboner that's ever bourboned oh god <laughs> don't ask me to say that again <laughs> and uh essentially it, like we he you know he offered to hang out or whatever and i was like okay if we're gonna hang out i want you to teach me about bourbon because at that point like i really had no a real experience, or um, you know, um, yeah, experience with bourbon. So he's like, right. "Yeah, okay, no, no problem." So um, I got to his place, and right away he he uh, shoves Stag Junior in my face. That's so aggressive! <laughs> so aggressive! It was like a shovel to the face. And, and if you know James, <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> that's that's totally a first whiskey that he would give you.
1: It does sound
2: Absolutely.
0: like
1: James. Absolutely.
0: And uh, yeah, so then we kind of progressed a little bit, and then we ended up on Eagle Rare, and I was like, "Oh, I think this is it. I think this is a bourbon that that I can get behind." So, fast forward two days later, we're sitting uh, on his porch at like 4 a.m. in the morning, and three quarters of a bottle of Eagle Rare um, is gone. That sounds about right. Yeah, and we just spent the entire we had spent the entire night just talking and shooting the shit and drinking eagle rare now it holds him eagle rare and james holds a special place in my uh in my whiskey heart now because of that experience
2: yeah that's uh it's funny how um how the the community and and the um the culture that's developed around whiskey and and all of the uh interaction and the media and all these things have kind of come together and and uh you get to have cool experiences like that just Simply based on the fact that you're a, a part of the, the whiskey community. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's always very cool. I saw uh, I saw Ed in the chat just one up me. He found a uh, he said he fits all of that in his urethra.
0: That's, that's wow. I think you should see a doctor about that. Wow,
1: that's <laughs> not medically suggested. I would think.
0: But, uh, no, no, you know, no, no, no. You no. do you? No,
1: you're not supposed to have a bourbon catheter. Not supposed
2: like to.
0: like a like this is a. Big long <laughs> bottle,
1: he's just boasting, I guess, is the thing, right?
0: <laughs> right, those, those Wisconsinites.
1: He, he, is, he is a masochist, <laughs> though, because they keep drinking such shitty whiskey on
0: Wednesdays.
2: I know that's that's over. where it's yeah, he's gone crazy from all so he's the just worst whiskey now. Wednesdays. He's all lost the Higgins,
0: missed and
2: but
1: that's
0: okay.
2: I kind of, oh, I agree. Jason uh, in the chat said uh, Eagle Rare is chocolate-covered cherries. I get that a lot, too, in, in, I, uh, yeah. in Eagle Rare.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's just so creamy. and Yeah, it's just really full. I can totally get the, the the chocolate cherries, but it's always just like, when I first tasted it, I was like, this is like, and coming off of, like, other, I guess the other bourbons that we had had, it was, like, the, the fullest mouthfeel. Of that I that I had at that point. Mouthfeel. Mouth Mouth Mouthfeel. <laughs> uh you know, so what I, I like about the Wyoming
2: whiskey is that it has a lot of weird. I, I see weird, like not in a bad way, right? But not typical? Atypical, that's a better way to put
3: it. There you go.
2: Uh it's not it doesn't have classic bourbon flavors, but the flavors it does have are really delicious. It's got this, it's like The base is still kind of a caramel, um, sort of a lighter caramel, and it has kind of a softness about it, but it also has this black tea kind of note to it that's just
3: Hmm.
2: very, very slightly bitter, like a mild black tea, right? And the other, one of the other bourbons that I found that in is a Texas bourbon Iron Root Right, sure, yeah, and it just so happens that uh, the the famous Nancy Fraley is involved in both companies. Ah, uh-huh. so I think that may be a hallmark of her of her uh, signature style of, of uh, getting involved with distilleries. Could um, be. You can definitely
1: tell, like with some <laughs> distillers and blenders and things. Like, even if two whiskeys are very very different, every once in a while, like so-and-so dealt with this like there's something right there's some through line through it that like is familiar with all of a lot of the balcones stuff is like that for me where they're very oh, yeah. very different but just instantly like oh this is balcones okay cool yep like even this one's 100 that one's
2: 100 percent corn they both taste like balcones
1: even their rum like instantly i was <laughs> like oh it's from balcones cool
2: <laughs> right yeah exactly uh I saw John in the chat was asking about the Balcones Mirador. I've been through like two bottles of that now, man. That is what Daniel did on his little impromptu live stream yesterday was talking up the Mirador and I completely agree. It may well be the best thing that they put out this year. It's pretty amazing. Um, I was talking to one of the guys at Balcones uh, last time that I was there. And um, he said one of the key secrets to, or one of the, not really even a secret, but they couldn't make Mirador, without malt whiskey spending time in X rumble barrels. So they make the spirit called rumble that has uh, like turbinado sugar and figs and wildflower honey. And it's kind of like rum, but kind of not. Hmm. Right. So that they, age, really good. It it's, it's delicious stuff. It uh, not a whiskey, but you know, kind of rum like. So they age that in barrels, empty that out and then put in malt in the used barrel. And that's a big component of what goes into Mirador. <laughs> And gives it this really uh, unique. It's very scotch like, but that's that you can once you know that you can pick out that that's what makes it so different.
0: Yeah. So cool. Um, Jeffrey Patron said yeah. that he tried talking about mouthfeel with his dad yesterday and he sort of went blank.
3: Oh.
0: <laughs> well, <that's, laughs> well that'll happen.
1: Awkward, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that'll happen. Mouthfeel yeah. is a. Uh, it's an awkward term, like
0: moist. I love moist.
1: Yeah, some people love it, some people hate it.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, how else do you describe like a moist cake? You can't say it's a wet cake. <laughs> it's a <laughs> damp cake. Does it sound quite <laughs> that just sounds that sounds worse than moist? <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> yeah.
2: In the context of desserts, I think is where you can use the word moist, moist mouthfeel. Mm. That's a very cringy term. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, so here recently, uh, I was speaking with uh, Roy from uh, Acavite, which if anybody that's watching isn't subscribed to Acavite's YouTube channel, I don't know what you're doing with your life. You need to get over there and subscribe to it. But Do it Absolutely. now. Do it now because he's one of the best channels out there on YouTube uh, related to whiskey. But... He asked me a uh, an interesting question as we were just talking about whiskey and whiskey culture in general and the the amazing things that whiskey and being involved in the community can do and I wanted to ask you guys this question as well because it kind of it gave me pause. Um, have you ever been rendered speechless by a sip of whiskey?
0: Yes. Yeah. I I was actually well, rendered
1: speechless by a sip of whiskey along with like fifteen other people at the same time.
2: Right. Yeah, the share the shared experience of it is it, it's I, the way he put it was uh, if you're sharing an amazing dram of whiskey with somebody, the enjoyment is more than doubled, right? Sure, right. right. So, so uh, what what was that one for for you, Brad? I think well, I, know you, is, know <laughs> I know what it is. You know what it is
1: because you were there. I know what it is. Hardback eighteen fifteen. It yes. shut everybody up for a good minute. <laughs> we're all just in our glasses just oh yes oh, oh yes it's true even it's true the the famed daniel whittington was just silently just in the corner just <laughs> sniffing and sipping for at least a minute before we all started talk about it
2: that's true yeah that's uh you know it's like you know when it's an amazing meal because Everybody is shutting the hell up and just eating, and like nobody's talking. Best conversation, best best compliments, right? Like, that was definitely that experience that nobody was speaking a word. You heard the occasional, like, like, like guttural sort of oh, mm, yeah, oh, yeah. (laughs) But for minutes, for sure, you could hear a pin drop in that room,
1: right? It got so, Christina, one of the mods of the chat was mentioned, yeah, it got so silent in there that someone had to break the silence by proposing marriage who could that, that, that be that's <coughs> what happened
0: uh, what about you vidion well okay so i recently and i guess some of the some of the some of our friends in the chat will probably remember you guys teasing me about redbreast uh dreamcast yeah. uh, a couple episodes ago and how brad and you got to try it and i never got to and it's the whiskey that you know oh my god i need to try it well lo and behold our producer extraordinaire showed up in toronto with a tiny tiny dram of it for my drinking pleasure and after sniffing it around a little bit which was amazing what a sniff what a what a nose on that whiskey it's i Finally drank the, a little bit of it and I it it shut me up for maybe about five seconds, immediately followed by it's so fucking good and tears <laughs> running down my eyes.
2: <laughs> that sounds about right, that sounds yeah. about right. Yeah.
0: It, it is, is, it's hard to shut me up, but for five seconds it shut me up and made me cry.
2: It's hard to shut you up, no way. Hello. <guessed>. Isn't that amazing though? Like I, I had that dream cask with Brad here in Austin and you had it in an entirely different time in an entirely different country and we can both sit here and I can understand exactly what you mean. Uh, having sort of shared that experience in entirely different places and times. Yeah. That's kind of an incredible thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I was, uh, it was great. And, um, I guess just to uh, uh, respond to uh, Mark, bitter and jaded, saying, uh, so those of us that drink alone are missing out? Absolutely not. No,
2: no, no, no not at no, all. No,
0: no, absolutely not. It's – it's whis- I think you're probably better – be are better at probably putting this into words, uh, Josh. But, like, whether it's alone or with people, the experience of the whiskey is the same. It's just with – with, with other people, you get to watch potentially the, the reaction that you're having at the same time. So I guess I,
2: I would say like, to me, it is, yeah, I wouldn't say you're missing out, but if you are missing out on something you're missing out on a, a different experience, like you can have a very sort of personal, um, uh, you know, quiet experience trying to focus on a special whiskey by yourself right yeah and that is absolutely a a worthwhile thing and a special thing um it's an entirely different experience to uh, do that in a social context and that social context can take a bunch of different forms right it can be anything from very serious drinking with your Whiskey nerd friends of some rare, expensive, high-end, fancy, rare things, right? But uh, or it can be um I'll put it this way. I've had amazing times hanging out with a bunch of people, talking about whiskey and drinking a $23 bottle of powers, right? Sure. And then yeah. on the other extreme, amazing times of drinking like Ardbag 1815 and Redbreast Dream Cask and you know you almost can't quantify whether one's better than the other. They're, they're, they're it's, both amazing it's in their two own separate way.
0: experiences. Yeah. So like, um, and um, me, Brad and, um, friend and, and sometimes guest of the show, Adam, uh, Brudner, um, mm-hmm. we got together prior to, um, prior to our Toronto gathering, which we'll discuss a little bit later on, um, at my house. And, um, the, the having two other people around me um, while drinking like new whiskies to me was an amazing experience because I don't get to do that super often mm-hmm. and I found myself being driven to explore the whiskey further, which I really enjoy and when I'm when I'm when I'm drinking alone um, and I want to like you know take my time with it and explore it um, i I fully enjoy that. Um, because I'm, I'm in, um, um, I'm an introvert just by nature. So like, I just, I love just sitting down with, with a dram, you know, alone and, you know, on the couch or whatever, and just kind of sitting with it and writing notes down, but being beside two other people that also enjoy whiskey a lot, kind of, um, ex, um, turned, turned the volume up a little bit on the whole experience, at least right. for me, right? And I know other people that may... It may turn it down. It may stay the same. For me, it had heightened the experience because um, the three of us were kind of competing to see, oh, why well, smell this? Do Can you find it? Or, you know, oh, I'm getting a bit of this. Like I think for one of the whiskeys that we were trying, um, I blurted out at one point, Lysol uh, lemon wipes. <laughs> one of those oddly uh, which, specific tasting notes. Which yeah. I probably wouldn't have found if I wasn't sort of, you know, kind of... Um, tempted to sort of um you know beat adam or brad to the punch right, right. it was, it was it, it, I, i'm i'm fairly i'm a bit competitive so it was it was it was really it's just really fun for me to 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 for that shared dynamic and then when someone says like something weird like lysol lemon wipes you can just like scoff at them and be like what the fuck's wrong with you
2: <laughs> <laughs> well i like how mitch put it in here uh you also get to enjoy the other person enjoying Enjoying the whiskey, yeah. Right, so not only are you enjoying it, the other people are enjoying it. You get to experience their um, their enjoyment of the whiskey as well.
1: Right. It's like watching so, like uh, a really great horror movie with a bunch of people is a very different experience than watching it on your own. You know, on Netflix. Right. Like as you're experiencing all of the other people experiencing it. You know, especially if you've already seen it, it's a whole <laughs> different experience watching it with a group of people. Added whiskey could be the same way. You know, it's just a a very different thing. So I came into
2: whiskey. Uh, I think, I think it's fair to say we're all generally, if we had to pick a favorite style, we're all generally Scotch fans, right? Yeah. But I came into it, uh, you know, through bourbon for sure. So that was, even though I'm, I'm kind of a Scotch guy now, bourbon was definitely my, my first love and my entry point into the, into the whiskey culture. Um, so it, it still holds like a, a, a special place for me. And and I found, a, a, I plucked a bunch of bottles out of the collection here that all of which have either a little story with it or a certain person associated with it. Um, and I wanted to grab one here right now that may well be the most rare bottle of Crowded Barrel Eleanor in existence.
0: Oh, no. Sh-
2: oh. oh. so. Here she is. You can see it's been uh, heavily modified and autographed. So <laughs> yeah. the story here, this is an Eleanor, 1860. Got my little uh, bracelet on it too. Um, the story here is uh, this was before the crowded barrel opening party. Uh, this is when these had first come out, right? And uh, I went down and picked up a few bottles here. And uh, a bunch of folks were down at Fang and Feather and, and having... Uh, rex and daniel autographed their bottles like in a silver sharpie here and uh i saw that was happening and i made a comment i said yeah i bet if i gave my bottle to rex he'd just draw a giant dick on it so <laughs> so he totally did and it's like
0: freakishly long and ridiculous <laughs> But I, I bet you could fit a bottle of evil rare up that
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh so Rex drew a giant dick on my bottle, and then I brought it inside and showed Daniel what Rex had done to my bottle, so he sketched a ninja turtle. That's a pretty good Ninja Turtle. <laughs> it really is. It was an is. impromptu ninja turtle, and he handed it over control. to me like all impressed, like, yeah, check that out. I can draw a ninja turtle on command. So <laughs> nice. uh Think Just that as, might be the most rare bottle of Eleanor in existence?
1: Very well, could be. Just to, to circle back for one <laughs> second, Ian Waller in the chat mentioned, uh, he said, Vito, let's be honest, there's no way to beat Adam on tasting notes, which is accurate. But is, actually, I, I, I think physically being in the room with Adam actually increases your ability to taste.
2: Like it, it modifies it, it's, your it's taste. It's weird, parts. right? Yeah, he rubs off on you, I'm yeah. sure.
0: His enthusiasm. I, I saw. Yeah. I Brad's psalm chain gained a little star medallion when he entered Adam's uh, house and then when he left it, the star Resolved. thing went away. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. Craziest thing. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, that's uh, it's funny. Uh, you get those bottles with certain stories. I mean, that's that's one of the crazier ones for sure. But uh, certain stories and experiences and people kind of attached to them. Right. Yeah, no, that's right, Ryan. It's definitely on Compass Box level of artwork, I think.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The next Compass Box artist. You heard it here first.
0: So I have a bit of a dilemma, guys. What's that? I have so much bourbon in front of me. And I don't know which to drink. What do you have? Okay, so and we'll open it up to the chat too. So I'm going to list. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have nine... Uh, whiskeys in front of me all bourbons i'll list all nine and then you guys um will um, pick for me so i have eagle rare wild turkey 101 eleanor uh, 1860 wild turkey rare breed uh booker's kathleen batch four roses single barrel Ah, uh, Jefferson's Ocean Voyage sixteen, Stag Junior, and Stagg Senior. That
1: is a solid <laughs> selection. Jason Unworth in the chat is like we're we're connected at the brain. He says all of it, all <laughs> of them.
2: <laughs> All of them. So I have Booker's Kathleen's batch here also, but I was going to like end with that because, uh, of course, I have a
0: okay. So a hilarious
2: I, Booker's story.
0: I'm ah, going to yes. take that and put it aside. That'll be what we end off with. Yeah. Um. What do you guys think, uh, Brad and Josh? Have you had stag senior before? I have not. I've never tasted it. That's a lie. I didn't. T- I didn't try it that night, Brad. Yes, you did. <laughs> he doesn't remember, yes, which is you yeah, that's fair with
2: stag Senior. <laughs> did I actually? Yes. <laughs> I like, didn't.
1: Yes, we did. We did yeah. the previous yeah. day. We did on Friday.
0: That was a Pappy. We did that too. <laughs> and also that.
1: You weren't that drunk, Vito. Come on.
0: Why can't I remember? I don't know. My mind went blank. The, the dreamcast the it's dreamcast that, literally that's... put me in a dream state. That's fair. Yeah. That's There's actually that's actually legit that's fair all right no so okay okay so i guess i did but i kind of guess i didn't because i don't remember it at all you it's, should uh,
2: again it's <laughs> <tense>. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh i vote then you know why not do the stag jr and then the stag senior there you go i guess i could do that go crazy
0: okay Stag Junior and Stag followed by Stag Senior. Not not side by side though. I'll do one first and then the other. Just small little pores. Nice.
2: Yeah. Um, I am going to have.
0: I'm going to get a, Texas, get a fresh, fresh glass for this.
2: Garrison Brothers Balmoray, which is uh, kind of a double barreled, you know, like double oaked bourbon that they make. Um, and two cool things about this. First of all, they. Some portion of the proceeds goes to benefit a Texas state park. Proceeds? uh, Proceeds. And then uh, also, this was named in some poll. I forget what it was. It was like um, the number one awarded uh, craft distillery whiskey of the year. So anything from a smaller distillery. This one and then uh, Balcones Peated Single Malt Game in second it's been a while since I've had the Belmaray. So this guy is 57.5%. So 115 proof. And, uh, although it's a super cool bottle, it's a three seventy-five, right? Yeah. Nice. Little, little tiny guy, unfortunately,
0: just a little cute bottle. Yeah. Um, Okay, so here's a good question for for us. Uh, Donald Rants uh, says that uh, asks best bourbon for a bourbon noob. Noob. Wow. Words. Best bourbon for a bourbon noob that is Irish pot still crazy. Want to explore it and American whiskey in 2019. So what? Okay. Was, so I guess like an en- like an entry bourbon for uh, an Irish drinker. Somebody that
2: likes uh, single pot still Irish in particular. So we're talking your red breasts, your green, yellow spots, etc. A
0: lot, oh, a lot, a lot of, a lot of uh, butter and uh, fl- like flowers.
2: Shortbread, maybe a little fruity. Um, hmm. Think on that for a minute. Yeah, let's let's we'll come back to that. Yeah, but it's hard I mean, to draw a comparison because about yeah, the. Uh, part of the thing with bourbon, I feel like, um, so first of all, it's, it's the most heavily regulated whiskey category in the world, I think, right? Like there's so many rules about if you're going to put bourbon on the label or straight bourbon on the label, et cetera, there's all these strict regulations of exactly how it's made and how it's aged and, you know, bottled and bond is even more strict, you know, we'll go into the minutia of what all that means. Right. But, um, uh, that kind of results in this, somewhat narrower flavor profile and it's also results in um most bourbon takes a, l- a large percentage of its flavor from the barrel right which i wouldn't say is generally true of most irish whiskeys until you get into stuff that's much older right um yeah, whereas well, would, with you bur- say,
0: would you say would you say like um american whiskeys from like uh the north uh the northeast And like, like if there's any, uh, I think there's a couple of this, um, stories out out in Oregon, like the where the weather is a little bit more, kind of, Scotland like with not as extreme of a swing like in the southern states.
2: I tend to like personally. I like the single malt whiskies from there better than I like bourbons. Okay, I mean just of what I've had, you know. I like I, Texas I, bourbon. I,
0: a, this is actually a good good question for me too because I want. I, I'm kind of curious about the answer as well. Just because I'm, you're out of the three of us, you're the most experienced with this as well, right? So, yeah.
2: right. Um, I, I, I like Texas bourbon specifically, and I would say Texas bourbon has gotten almost a rightfully so has gotten a a bad rap in the past but i think that the the quality of the product in the last three years or so has really skyrocketed a lot even even two years ago um and it's having this real coming of age moment where people are are starting to take texas whiskey more seriously and we're you know the distilleries are learning to adapt to the conditions in which it matures and all these all these things but it still is is kind of a unique thing um i i just haven't had that much that's aged in a in a much further north climate than uh than kentucky that i'm uh, the, the wyoming whiskey aside which honestly would be uh, to to the uh, irish question earlier would be a decent suggestion if you can get a hold of it wyoming whiskey has a nice rounded uh, flavor profile that you might like um did what seem like where there were some other suggestions in the chat buffalo uh, trace
0: i saw makers 46 which i'm not a really big fan of i actually i i don't I, it's not something that i dig i it kind of depends on the day for me i do have a bottle of it uh
2: but it's uh sometimes to me it's got this pleasant cherry thing going on and then other times it's sort of like cherry flavored nail polish or something it probably depends on what i had to eat that day but sure. it's you know Sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. Yeah. Um,
1: if you're coming from Irish too, maybe like uh weeded bourbons, so it sort of undercuts Ooh. the sweetness. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's Just a good suggestion. Like I mean, Irish be... to
1: bourbon would be a serious jump in sweetness a lot of the time.
0: <laughs> Which... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But uh Well, you the other thing you can do is like like how, what I said in one of my my uh wild turkey one oh one review is I sort of started getting more into bourbon by picking a bourbon, which was wild turkey 101, and then making old fashions with it and kind of just kind of ease myself into all that sweetness a little bit. Right. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, so that could be a way if like, you don't want to like force your way through the door or just go visit James Bricker and he'll give you some stag <laughs> <Problem laughs> junior <Just> solved. Solved. <laughs> and, and, and scold you for not like, and for not liking bourbon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I, it's it's like the classic question with any of these types, it, whether you're talking about bourbon or uh, it comes up a lot with you know Islay Scotch and things like that. It's tough to assume that just because you like this in the past, that means that that you'll that will translate to something else that you'll like right you never know until you try it i mean some people feel like they they've had to work up to those pd smoky scotches right and they you know they have to start off soft and then get to the point where they're drinking an art bag or lefroy or something something along those lines and other people they you know they try that and they fall in love with it immediately so absolutely
1: definitely happens Yeah. yeah And I, I'm starting to crave something with a serious fiddly bit, so I pulled out the Blantons.
0: <laughs> that is you know a serious what? fiddly bit. I, I I I I don't like Blantons. No, really?
3: Like, yeah, just plain
0: don't like it. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think it's, like, it's I, over. No, okay, no, 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 Okay, I shouldn't say I don't like it because I because when I in my mind when I say I don't like it, for me, I hate it. I don't hate it. I hate Woodford Double Oak. I hate oh. that whiskey. I hate it so much.
1: Uh, tell us how you really
0: feel though oh (laughs) Um, I think I texted you guys to it like when I when I had it with James like this is probably the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth
2: Too oaky for you, huh?
0: Oh my god, it was terrible. <laughs> definitely an oak bomb.
2: You wouldn't like this Valmire either. Then it's it's pretty pretty oaky. I mean, Garrison Brothers tends to be pretty oak forward, but I kind of like that flavor profile. Yeah, but the um,
0: the blends, it's just like yeah, it's okay. I, like I think it's like something like eighty dollars up in Toronto, or something like that. It's you know, it's like something ridiculous. It's not worth it for me. Yeah. No, um, it's not worth that. No, price.
2: Elmer T. Lee would be a good suggestion too, which is that yeah, the same. Yeah, Elmer, T. Lee. Elmer T. Lee
0: for the Irish drinker. Sorry. We're yeah. Going back
3: for a bit.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, that's a good, I, I wanted to give a shout out because I was, I was in there today. Uh, anybody that lives in Austin or, or, uh, or comes to visit Austin, uh, there's a store on the North end of Austin called Oak liquor cabinet. And, uh, the guy that owns the store raj is first of all hilarious and awesome nice guy uh but on the blanton's question you're saying it was about 80 bucks for you right
0: yeah it was 80 bucks
2: yeah so here i bought a bottle from uh from this store for 60 dollars, which i thought was pretty reasonable you know he's always pretty fair in his pricing you're gonna get more expensive prices from small stores versus you know your specs and total wine and the bigger chains and such right Right. but um he sold me yeah i did pull it out he sold me this bottle right here 60 dollars. so that's about the same price really there's another store in town and i don't know like call them out by name or anything like that but there's another store in town that will sell you blanton's all day long for twice that price that's ridiculous 120 dollars and I kind of, you know, asked and I said, man, I bought this across town from, from a great store. And I mean, you know, they, they have a great inventory and they always treat their customers well and stuff like that. And it was literally half this price, what gives? And he said, we charge it cause we can, somebody's going to buy it. If you don't like it, fuck off. Wow. Yeah. In America. Yeah. I mean, you know what, yeah. if they can get that price for it, whatever, but it's just, you know, to me, it's a little I, I don't like how that feels
0: right 660 for the juice 60 for the fiddly
2: right exactly there, there you go. um but I mean this this dude I, I pulled out a bunch of uh, the cool stuff that he carries to the store because this dude gets store pick after store pick after store pick and it's not just like the the mm-hmm. hot brands that are gonna sell out immediately he gets some of that cool stuff too but I mean like he gets this russell reserves a single barrel store pick that I picked up from him that's really good he's kind of legendary in town for having that. I got this one today as a gift.
0: Nice. Right there, uh, hey, did you hear about a barrel collapse? <laughs>
2: did you, anybody hear about this? About. I don't know what Something you're talking about. Something with the 1792, but a uh, single barrel there. Uh, we got a Four roses over here, two different versions of barrel bourbons that he picked. So, and he'll, he'll do non-bourbon picks as well. I've seen with some Stranahan's and some other uh, single malts. Uh, does tastings in his store every single week. Uh, which is really, really cool. He yeah, had Balcones there today. I just, you know, I wasn't able to make it, but, um, yeah, so that's my plug for Oak Liquor cabinet. I like those guys a lot. And so I wanted to give them a shout out, uh, for being fair on their prices, uh, which I think is important, especially in the bourbon world. Sure, right? sure Yeah. The, the bourbon world can get crazy with this secondary market prices and all these things like, uh, allocated items and things like that. Yeah. It's so bonkers.
0: Yeah, let's do something fun.
2: Yeah.
0: Because um, we missed it last week. Uh, Brad, th- pick three whiskeys. And we're going to play three Shag whiskies, Mary three, and
1: Kill. Three bourbons or three whiskeys? Yeah,
0: pick, pick three bourbons. And we're going to play Shag Mary Kill with uh, the three bourbons.
1: Uh, well, let's see here. Uh, the Eagle Rare, Woodford Reserve. And uh, stag junior, about that—that's well, easy. Does it go? Go for it.
2: All right, you're gonna shag stag junior because I mean, that thing it, it bucks like a bronco, man. <laughs> but uh, you know, that's to me, it's not gonna be a daily drinker. Uh, Eagle rare, reliable, not too expensive. You can generally find it at least around me. You can generally find it uh consistently tasty but not overwhelming it's just a solid solid bourbon at a solid solid price you're going to marry that one and i'll just kill whitford reserve cuz it's you know just not my favorite <laughs> right.
0: veto um i agree with josh but for the sake of the game i'm going to <laughs> i'm going to uh, you
2: change your answers now because for the yeah. for the sake of the game for the sake but of like, the game
0: let it be known that I do agree with Josh, though, uh, like 99%. Uh, I will shag Eagle Rare because it's cheap. Okay, okay. I'll marry Steg I, I marry, marry Junior um, because I like abuse. And I'll kill Woodford Reserve. <laughs>
2: that tells me a lot about the kind of lady that you're going to
0: marry. Right I'm, I just want oh, right. to see the chat just go at it right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That tells me a lot. That makes sense. You're gonna need. You're gonna need uh, a lady to uh, to kind of put your place, boss you around a bit. <laughs> sure. But,
1: what? About, oh, Josh. Josh uh, is frozen. Oh, he's back. Never mind. No, we're back. All
0: right. How about um, How about you, bride? What would you do?
1: I would. Uh kill eagle rare because just kind of not really my thing i guess i would shag the uh woodford because it, it's tasty but it's not something i'd really need to have every day and i would marry stag jr because they're all a little bit different alcohol which means they're all a little bit different which keeps the marriage spicy
2: ah uh. uh. look, look at brad go keeping it spicy yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. You do get stag. You could never call stag boring. Nope, that's.
0: Yeah. See, a couple of people are seeing Mary Stag.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. makes sense. Um, so, Randall was asking me uh, how is the Blanton baby blue? I assume he means uh, Balcones baby blue. Um, I've found a new love for balcone's baby blue first is a cocktail ingredient i've had it in several very successful cocktails uh one involving lavender and lemon and like soda water and it was you know real like refreshing lemony summer drink that they had um And then another one, it was a completely different context. It was like apple and honey and cinnamon and whatnot. It was like a winter cocktail. Uh, Oh, and they, with the uh, uh, applewood smoked glass made with baby blue. It's really delicious. Drinking it neat. it's not bad. It's very kind of, it's very sweet. It's the mildest, sweetest, most uh, friendly thing that Balcones makes, I think, aside from maybe, maybe rumble, but as far as whiskey goes, um, and they, they, it's aged in used casks, I believe. So it doesn't take on nearly as much of a barrel character. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't, I don't dislike it, but the way I feel like it's best used is in a, uh, cocktail context.
0: Hmm. Well, I finished the stag C- junior. I'm gonna pour myself a tiny little bit of the stag senior.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, I've never compared those side by side. Actually,
0: the stag junior was incredibly welcoming tonight.
2: Yeah, I find the secret to stuff like that often can be to like. Let it sit for a little while, right? Open it, drink a little bit, let it sit for a little while, and it kind of kinda tames the fire on it a little.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um so we were like kind of talking earlier about whiskey community and and uh, all of these, you know, people we've met, including including each other. I mean, the reason that we're even here right now doing this thing is meeting each other through uh as a result of of uh watching the whiskey vault and being in whiskey tribe, right? Um, have you, would you say that you've had a substantial change in your life as a result of getting into this hobby and this culture? And, uh, and has that been, you know, overall a, a beneficial, good thing for you? Like what has changed for you? Uh, for me, I, it's been a lot of things, but I'm curious, like what your take on that would be like, we've all been seriously into this for you know what between one to two years now so not really that long
1: i would say the biggest uh-huh. change for me is i've been more social in the last year and seen more actual human beings face to face than probably the previous 10 years or more <laughs> <laughs> there you go i, I was a go. hermit before i joined the tribe and now I'm going to Toronto all the time, flying out to Austin, you know, a couple times a year or whatever.
3: Yeah. You it's, found it's, your people. I Fi-
1: finally found my people, I guess. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: It just took a while. Also, my oh. bank account is lowering a lot faster <laughs> last year than it has uh, in previous years.
0: But it's all worth it.
1: Of course.
3: <laughs> yes. Christina,
1: so? my, my hermit card has been revoked.
0: Yeah, that's true so brad's left the
2: house a few times and uh and has collected many bottles of whiskey and shared of course most importantly shared many bottles of whiskey of um
0: what about you vito um yeah like similar to brad but not as hermity of a start right sure um, but definitely it's made me way more social um I wouldn't be caught dead doing what we're doing right now, uh, last year at this time. right? Um, and I don't know, it's it, it, one, one thing, and we kind of alluded, I alluded to this, um, alluded to this a while back ago, but, um, it's made, it's taught me how to control my alcohol, my alcohol intake.
2: Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Like I, I have so much more alcohol in the house now than I ever, ever did before. Yeah. And yet I drink an awful lot less.
0: Yeah. Actually
2: it, it, you, it,
0: it, you, you, sit down and you, the time is spent somewhat drinking it, but also just if, if you're with people talking about it and just kind of just, just a general conversation and where it goes and what have you. But even when you're alone and you want to sit down, and just kind of relax, it's, Like, like even just, like, a pour like that could last someone, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Right. It would last last Adam about an hour. But, um, yeah, no, like, it just kind of slows you down, and you appreciate it more. And a factor could be, you know, the price of of the average bottle, maybe. Um, But I think we've kind of, I say maybe, like, the general community has, has sort of been, uh shown the benefits of um letting it sit and exploring a whiskey because it's so interesting and varied that you're always they're always in for a surprise especially with, with a new whiskey right so you're just kind of you're you're um we're sort of subconsciously sort of told hey you know maybe take your time with this one you know let it let it build and explore and um yeah, for at least for me that that along with the social aspect, of, you know, meeting you and Brad and you know everyone else, um, in the community and everyone in the chat, which is awesome to hang out with you guys once a week, um, uh, it's it's just it's been amazing and uh, yeah, what what a what an experience it has been the last uh, what ten months, ten literally right. ten ten months for me uh, since like since like you know February ish,
2: right, and. <laughs> but my our my life and 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 our Gretchen also being involved in in all of the whiskey shenanigans and whatnot. Um, it's it's no it's like an understatement to say that our life is completely different than it was before. Yeah, sure. uh, we're doing so many things. We've met so many people. We've made so many friends, had so many opportunities. and uh, just all kinds of things are different now. And I think, um, the culture that's been built around, you know, whiskey tribe, whiskey vault, the Rex and Daniel thing, uh, and everybody else that kind of uh, has their own their own spin on that, but with the same kind of core values. Guys like guys like Roy, Acuvite, uh demystifying it, making it accessible and like relatable to people, uh, retaining this kind of you know fine, classy. Um, you know appreciation of fine things and spirits is still there but but uh, it's making taking the snobbery out of it and making it something that you can sit and enjoy as opposed to for me it used to be get out of work go to the bar maybe start drinking beers throw some darts play some pool what have you and you know before you know it, you've just been mindlessly drinking beers all night and and there you are and i do so much less of that now and yeah. i get so much more social benefit and like creative things that come out of it and uh, i don't know it's it's a, it's a whole different vibe to the community there's collaboration there's support people educate and share with Super one welcome. another right everybody's welcoming supportive for, me, for the most part right? Yeah, um, yeah. but you know and and i'm i am finding i got i'm sure just like you guys um i find i've gotten so into it in so many different ways like i'm probably aware of eight different whiskey tasting events and things i could go to this week right (laughs) right (laughs) it's ridiculous and and you know i mean not everybody has that i live in, in in a city that's busy like that but yeah um everybody has their own version i think of really getting deeply absorbed into it and and uh, for me recently i've had to step back and realize i can't make it like all consuming or take it too seriously i can't do all the whiskey things i do need to like you know step away and do some other stuff otherwise i just you know you're kind of become one-dimensional about it
3: sure yeah, <laughs> but
2: uh but it really is kind of an amazing community right
1: absolutely yeah, no, yeah it's, it's super, super ridiculous it yeah. it got me out of being a hermit, literally. <laughs> it is that
2: welcoming. Exactly. Uh, uh I did see r- a good question from Ryan earlier. Uh Ryan was uh what bourbons are on your bucket list for the end of the year, beginning of next year? What are you looking to pick up? If anything.
0: I don't know. Um bourbons.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If if not bourbon what like what's on your mind?
0: Well, I really want to get my bottle of Eleanor 1856 out of Austin and into uh, Toronto. So that, that's that's on my that's on my list. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just sitting at the distillery right now.
1: Um to think. I don't know about bourbons, but a, a couple of the uh, Game of Thrones uh, special release things are, are looking pretty good. I'm Going to be hunting for at least a couple of those. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I got specifically I got to yeah, try several know. of those.
2: <coughs> the Klein Leash water. was my favorite.
1: Oh, yeah. The Klein Leash?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that was pretty good.
2: Yeah, it's quite good. Um, uh, I would say that I mean, I'm waiting on the, the, the new Brimstone uh, PX Sherry finished which comes out next week and then the brimstone uh, redux so two different versions of brimstone that are coming out next week on a thursday for some reason on a thursday when i'm working
1: how dare they Why? don't they schedule
2: it's always been saturday
0: so silly honestly i don't know like i have i was given a bunch of bourbon samples uh by uh one of the guys up here uh daniel hayes and i'm like the the rare breed the sing the four roses single barrel the jefferson's ocean so i'm kind of you know interested in exploring them a little bit and seeing if i'm gonna buy a bottle because bourbon is the one thing lacking on my shelf and you know it's it's good and there's enough variation that it's it's always interesting depending if i pick up like the rare the wild the wild turkey angels envy or what what have you Mm. um but um yeah if, uh, i as of right now there's nothing that kind of is um is pressing or on my wish list to buy at the moment what will be is going to be um the uh, malt of magnificence from uh the crowded barrel uh whiskey distillery yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm i'm really i'm really uh interested in trying that um and if anyone doesn't know what, uh, what's that about, we're not going to take the time to explain it at the moment, but uh, you can go and take a look at the, um, the whiskey tribe channel. And, um, they have, a, they have, I think was it last week's.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah week's. I no, think no, so. it was last
0: week's it was, um, two week, two or three weekends ago. They had an episode, um, right.
2: Yeah. I, I, I did a little favor for somebody at crowded barrel and got them, uh, Got them a bottle of Midwinter Nights dram, so um, I'm hoping I get to try the new make of that Ooh, if it, nice. if it's done. I'm hoping and I get
0: a little taste of that. I as hate a, that you live so close to there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm hoping to. It's it's not expected, but, it's not but please, seriously, I'd like to try that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but I, I definitely want I definitely want to get my hands on that in New Year. So um, that might be my first bottle purchase of the year next year. Nice. Um, Sweet. Yeah, oh, uh, real quick, Brad, um, because Steve A asked uh, quite a while ago, and I kept on forgetting to ask you, what's the ABV on this uh, Stag senior? Do you remember? Because I don't have uh, it on here.
1: That's a real good question. Josh, oh, maybe over I do. to you, <laughs> because the bottle is at your house. Mm-hmm. 64
0: oh. point, 64.6. I forgot that I had because I, I emptied it into. Oh, yeah, yeah, into... it was written on the little.
1: Yeah, yeah okay. I, I yeah.
0: changed it just because i like the glass ones a little bit better uh 64.6 percent on this stag senior and um it's absolutely delicious
2: that's a bit stronger than mine mine's 63.2 uh, no stag, senior, senior. Josh, oh so senior i say okay. hey okay oh so that's the same bottle then. yeah here that belongs to
0: and Brad. wade wade says <laughs> it's the 2017 version off the t- like right away
2: um i did see a question i wanted to address uh from dan dewberry uh, bottle of rye whiskey in the bar what should you get for under 35 dollars in austin uh well dan i'm happy i have uh, somewhat of an assortment of rye whiskeys not that many i'm happy to let you try any of them but my pick for that even though it's a pretty atypical rye it's not uh it's not got your standard rye flavor profile but i really like it for that is absolutely the balcone's rye i mean i know you're shocked and amazed that that's my recommendation but um outside of the balcone's rye i would say probably something from high west i'm not is it really double,
0: is a double rye inexpensive uh i've heard good things about that
2: yeah, yeah i don't know the price off the top of my head uh
1: yeah high west
2: I think what else there may yeah, be don- in the don- world. Donald
1: Rance in the chat just said, Lot 40, the Lot 40 cast strength.
0: Good stuff. Double Rye double is like $40. Um, Lies of Past. Who are you? I, I've seen your name come up a couple of times, but I don't
3: know who you Lies are.
0: Up. Or
2: maybe I did see a bottle of Willett 10 year old rye today, and they wanted only $200 for it.
3: <laughs> only. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. I said, uh... I'm sure. I'm sure that's amazing, but uh, no thanks.
0: Um, John says that he has the balconis rye and not feeling it for some reason.
3: Yeah, um, I mean, you I,
0: know, I, think I had, I think I had the the balconis rye at your place when I was there. I think, Did you? Right? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, old, maybe. I had, I had the 100 rye, the 100. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. There's two ryes that they make.
2: Well, yeah, there, there was a limited cast strength one, but
0: the rye okay. 100 is the one you can get in stores. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, I think that's the one that you gave me.
2: Yeah, it's not a standard like rye flavor profile at all to me. I mean, it, it tastes. There's a lot of chocolate and orange notes in there that I always get. Um, yeah, you know, that's a great suggestion, actually. Ryan uh, Pikesville or Rittenhouse uh, for an inexpensive rye; those are both solid, especially for making cocktails. Um, if you can find it around, I think some of the Willet ones, the younger ones, aren't too terribly expensive and tend to be pretty good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not a giant Rye fan. There's just a handful that I that I do like like that. But I know. um, so I've finished my Garrison Brothers Balmoray, but what I have left here
1: is the uh, Booker's Kathleen's batch um Do you really you maybe, i mean it's that kind of a night you want to get into the bookers josh you know what okay. happens when you before, get into the bookers
2: <laughs> i paid for, i paid for this one so it's not free oh it's okay. So that's okay then this? as
1: long as it's not free it's fine well josh, yes
0: yeah go um pour yourself that before you drink uh-huh. um i'm gonna finish this this senior and then i'm gonna pour myself some of kathleen's batch but in the meantime tell the story okay of that bottle well, not okay. just the bottle, the, the whiskey itself, because that's it's one of my favorite stories ever.
2: <laughs> okay, well, buckle up and settle in because this is quite a tale.
0: Oh boy! So,
2: um, oh, which by the way, yes, Ryan Boss Hog. Sure, that doesn't quite meet the pr- <laughs> doesn't quite meet the price point requirements. <laughs> a sample of
1: Boss Hog, <laughs> but would it be is the price
2: amazing and delicious. So. Um, Okay, so Booker's. I, Booker's is definitely one of my favorite bourbons overall. I love uh, everyone I've had I've really liked. Uh, it's just a flavor profile, I think, that suits me. So I went on a trip for work to an uh, amplifier manufacturer in New England, in New York. And uh, when I went on this trip, it so happened to be my birthday, on the second day we were there. So we went to, I went with my, the salesman for the company I work for and we went to training the first day and, and, uh, got back to the hotel afterwards. And he said, Hey, it's your birthday. Let me uh, buy you a drink at the hotel bar before we go to dinner. And like, I hadn't eaten hardly anything for like hours, you know, just totally empty stomach. Right. And so I see a bottle of Lagavulin 16 behind the bar. That was the best looking thing back there. So I said, let's do a Lagavulin 16, right? Bartender, I, I don't think Lagavulin gets ordered that often in this bar. So they proceeded to pour me a solid, I don't know, three, four ounces probably. A heavy, heavy pour of Lagavulin. Drank a good majority of that on an empty stomach. And then we went over, walked over to the place for dinner, show up at the place for dinner and what's there on the bar, but a brand new bottle of Booker's, which for anybody that doesn't know, Booker's comes out in batches and they give it cute little names like Kathleen's batch is what this one is. Um, But they're all, you know, kind of cast strength. This is 63.7%, right? So (laughs) about as strong as bourbon gets pretty much. So this Booker's, of course, was free. It was on the, on the house. So I got a hefty pour of Booker's. And, and uh, again, still on an empty stomach. And well, long story short, the night went downhill from there. <laughs> kept I did finally get some food in me. But we kept walking around, kept drinking. There was bowling at one point. And uh, I wandered into various bars around town. And uh, these guys... <laughs> Vito, and I, I think Brad might have been there. Christina, a few other folks were all uh, video chatting this evening. Yep. And I, I dialed into the video chat at the end of the night to say hi to these guys. And uh, I couldn't find my way back to my hotel. <laughs> we were cheering <laughs> you on. So so I was I was wandering around the streets in this city I've never been to in New York on my birthday, set off by the free bookers that I was so excited about. I did finally, with their help and like barely being able to read the map in my hand, finally make it back to my hotel in time to in time to get some sleep and whatnot and, and go to the go to day two of training, which was which was a little rough. But uh, moral of the story is bookers even if it's free just watch out just just yeah. be careful you got respect even though it's easy to drink and delicious It is that will get right on top of you <laughs> and lead to some very very scary situations by the time i made it back to my hotel i was so excited i was telling everybody how much i love them for helping me get back to my final destination
0: there was a the lot of love come with free bookers
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes you'll be telling your friends you love them in no time
0: no christina that was that was um that was the night that you're oh, thinking yeah gretchen
2: of. was drunk too but oh, she, yeah. was <laughs> to
1: she, she was home though, so it's okay
0: what what a what a fun night that was oh it my was, goodness it was a good time <laughs> yeah see but
2: you know made it out alive it's a good story was everything fine. worked out and uh and uh yeah i've learned to respect Cast strength whiskey at that point. That's that was a learning experience, really. That's that's what it's about personal growth.
0: Well, I this book have... this Booker's right after that George uh, that stag senior, yeah, so bright, interesting.
2: Yeah, it does have kind of bright like cinnamony notes and
0: stuff yeah, like that's that. Exactly that's what it is. It's 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 uh honeyed cinnamon.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't have my Booker's handy, unfortunately.
0: I'll have to leave it up to you guys.
1: Is Angel Envy close enough to bourbon to count? Or do I need something I mean, it's, else? I mean, it's Bur- still
0: bourbon. It's just bourbon, bourbon. with. It's, it's
2: bourbon, bourbon plus.
0: plus. Bourbon but plus. Like, close, like, close should, enough. They should make that a thing, bourbon plus.
2: Yeah. I, I, I think that's closer. actually uh, that's a legal designation, I believe, like the bourbon finished in.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's, it's not down. bourbon, it's. Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey finished in port wine barrels which is a mouthful but that is the legal distinction close them, close them. <laughs>
2: yeah no that's uh that's right the uh, bitter and jaded they're uh, talking about well with a name like bitter and jaded I bet you haven't gotten to the I love you man stage in forever I mean <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just kidding just there. kidding just kidding yeah no that's that's when you know that's when you know it's gone a little far when you start saying shit like that
0: (laughs) yeah but do you do do you regret it
2: no absolutely i mean like that's all good 24 hours later i regretted it
0: yeah but now i mean mean, what's what's, i mean like at that point you hadn't really met any of us in person that's true yet you were professing how much you loved us well the
2: you know the kindest thing was done for me that same morning too because it was my birthday again i'm out of town away from home i've gotten to know these guys through whiskey tribe and we've been hanging out and chatting video chatting and stuff like that so we got to know each other some um but gretchen had the uh, amazing idea to get all these guys together and with with brad's help uh, put together a happy birthday video from a whole bunch of people that are all in whiskey tribe right and uh so a bunch of people just clip after clip after clip of of cool people saying cheers happy birthday hope you have a great time etc etc and that's how i started my morning so i was like oh my god this is amazing i'm gonna have a great birthday and then it's like by about 1 a.m it went pretty off the rails Yeah. (laughs) so um so you're thinking that Booker's cinnamon, bright?
0: Pickle? No, not pickle, Brian. No, dust. I don't know where pickle came from. <laughs> Dusty corn? Dusty corn. Yeah. 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 It's a classic uh, note that dry, shows up in an awful Dry, dry hay, like on the, on the dry hay and uh, feed, animal feed on the bottom, on the floor of a barn.
2: Oh, so, okay. A little barnyardy there. Yeah. I can see that. I always get a little yeah. bit
1: of molasses in Booker's too, which is,
2: yeah, great. absolutely. Um, you know, like it, with bourbon, especially some of those tasting notes, it's, it starts to feel like it's almost not worth mentioning. You know what I mean? Like vanilla. Well, yeah. vanilla's in there. Of course. Like pretty much every bourbon has that right to a degree um i always seem to like skip over those tasting notes that seem a little irrelevant but but you know i suppose you really shouldn't if you notice it you know you should say so um so have you had any other batches besides the kathleen's batch
1: no i haven't either
2: yeah it's uh You know, they they try and keep the flavor profile pretty similar from batch to batch, but it's definitely a bit of variation.
0: What was the one that was released this this year that was um, really different?
2: Uh, So there's been Kathleen's Batch, Backyard Barbecue, and the current one's Kentucky Chew. And the, well, I think there's one that just came out, although yeah, I haven't I seen it around here.
0: I think it's bourbon, they just did that on one of their videos.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen it in stores here, but uh, it just hasn't made it down this way yet. Um, I can't remember, the, I can't recall the name off the top of my head. Somebody in the chat probably knows what the what the brand new Booker's is called, um, but I, I don't recall. Um, looking forward to trying that. I haven't tried the Kentucky Chew yet, actually. I did have a bottle of Backyard Barbecue, which I made the mistake of bringing to Happy Hour at uh, Wizard Academy back in the day. Um, and it disappeared mostly in a single evening. Of course, we're talking between like a dozen people, right? Yeah. But Not just not just you.
3: <laughs> no, no,
2: not just me. That's the thing I think about Booker's for me anyway. it's It's super high proof and then dangerously drinkable.
0: It just needs to be free for you to drink a lot of it.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Or for me to get like extra excited like, "Oh, this is one of my favorite bourbons and I didn't buy it." <laughs> uh, how much does Booker's usually go for? Uh, 80 on the high end usually. You can probably find it for about 60 at a good store, you know, with good pricing. Yeah, I um
1: I, I'm pretty I, sure I definitely I saw it for 60 today for mine. So, somewhere around there. So yeah, 60 American would be would make sense.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That some anyway. some
0: places will charge up to about eighty, but you should should shouldn't pay more than sixty. I think really. Responding to Christina, we'll love you no matter what. Where where's oh, the emotion? emotions and all? Emotions,
1: emotions and all. How yeah. dare you exhibit emotions? We love our mods. We do. You you've, uh, you you uh, you really you should love one great. more than the other. Josh, but you know, whatever, that's fine. <laughs> it's just your marriage at stake.
2: I did, I did uh comment on uh, Daniel's live stream yesterday when, when uh, they were going to put up the the um, advent calendar video and and had some technical difficulties. Yeah, it felt they're, good they're... to know that there's like there's like other people that have technical. He,
0: difficulties. No, no,
2: no. You're not he's, supposed he's, to talk he's, about he's, it, Josh. He's
0: encroaching on some territory here. There's only room for. Uh, <laughs> oh. three prof- uh, professional YouTubers.
2: Oh, that's our shtick.
0: Yeah, I see. Um, I, talking about. I
2: did comment that when he said, uh, I don't have any ard in the house, uh, don't tell Christina. I did say that I would turn him in, so
1: mm-hmm. there you go. That's a shame, Christina, get him. Well, I mean, he has um, access to like 20 types of ard like. 10 minutes from his house or whatever so like
2: i know yeah i mean I, you know we all we all love those guys and everything that they that they do but like sometimes those comments about we don't keep that much whiskey at home and we are collections in the in the house aren't that big it's like yeah because every day at work you're surrounded by two thousand whiskey <laughs> bottles oh, of course Jesus you do man
0: <laughs> and a distillery yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, i just yeah. want to reply to uh, donald Rance, who asked uh favorite Canadian whiskey. Currently his favorite current favorite is the, um, Gooderham and Ward's 11 souls. Um, I actually have a sample of, uh, the 11 souls. Uh, that is a cool me,
2: fucking name. I gotta say
0: given to me by, uh, Mike, uh, Mike in Toronto. Thank you, Mike for that. I, I haven't had it yet, but it, people have been saying good things about it. But my, right now my favorite is Canadian mist. No, I'm joking. It's, um,
1: stream. <laughs> w- you're all fired. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
0: Yeah. J.P. Weiser's dissertation is probably my favorite Canadian whiskey at the moment.
2: I'd say I, I really haven't had that many of the high quality
0: ones. Um, I got to try and bring a bottle down for you next time.
2: I did get to try the J.P. Weiser's seasoned oak. That was pretty good.
0: I have a sample seasoned of that as
2: oak
1: well. it's is, is yeah. really probably a fight for me between the seasoned oak and Lot 40 Cask Strength.
0: Oh, you finally got to try it.
1: Ooh. Nice. It's a fight. I actually I have did a have... peated Canadian whiskey now that I haven't tried yet. From, oh. uh, two yeah, I saw from that po- that picture
0: that you posted earlier. Super Is
1: it a malt whiskey? Yeah. Or... Yeah, it's like oh, it's, right a, it's a peated single malt from the Yukon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> cool. Yeah. Give it a I try. I don't know
1: why, but like. I saw it and I was like, "Yes, I need to try that." Clearly, give it to me, Ryan.
2: Right um, Ryan, no, I, I, I really don't know where you could find good uh, Canadian whiskeys in Austin. I, Josh's I need to house. keep my eyes peeled for that more. I guess uh, I'm surely there's a, a store or two that that carries at least a couple, but you know, I mean, the conventional wisdom or the the rumor I've heard is that. You, uh, you Canadians keep all the good stuff for yourselves. Don't tell, don't tell (laughs) people
1: that. I think the secret's out. I've been sending some of it to to the the tens of people watching. There are some in the vault now in in Austin. Yeah,
2: (laughs) there (laughs) are some in the vault. So just, uh, just can just sweet talk your way in there.
0: There you go. Oh, no mention of Colonel E. H. Taylor tonight. I actually don't have any bourbon. I only have the rice. Some some rice samples. (laughs) Well, I can't really, um, I can't really comment on the e. H Taylor.
2: Um, e. H. Taylor, I have the regular, like, bottled and bonds. Uh, I've had uh, some single barrel variations of that. I've had the four grain, maybe one or two others. Uh, I would say, you know what? I agree, Wade. It's, it's pretty good. It's not my favorite. I tend I tend to go towards a darker, richer, more spicy, and probably more oaky flavor profile than that. You know, I, sure. I the, the the whiskey that I first really got enchanted with was Garrison Brothers bourbon. So that kind of tells you something about um, my flavor preferences in the bourbon world. I, I like it a little more intense and aggressive and e h taylor to me comes across as as good but just more on the lighter um friendlier side of things i guess even though it's you know still 100 proof for the bottle that i have in the cabinet here it's 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 good just not a go-to for me it's not something i continue to reach for on a regular basis
1: right now ryan i haven't tried the uh, jp weiser's 15 but i hear good things about it and the other like special releases and age statement stuff from them are, are all pretty solid. So I imagine mm-hmm. it's probably decent, but I, I haven't tried it. The 35 okay. is really good, but that's a mm-hmm. whole other category. Hmm.
2: Um, yeah. I'd say for the H Taylor standard flavor profile, excellent execution. Yeah. It's, it's, It's good. Just nothing outstanding about it for me. Um, So we have uh, we have any fiddly bits this evening from you gentlemen. Or did you totally (laughs) Vito's looking around the room for a fiddly bit? (laughs) He's totally
1: unprepared.
0: I'm always prepared and professional.
1: Of course. Of course. This is all an act. I'm going to cheat i would going to cheat and say that my fiddly bit is any challenge coin you can get because they fit on the top of a Glencairn amazingly well to keep bugs out and the alcohol fumes in. Yeah, great. This is true. This I, is true. And
0: I, was looking at, I was looking at my challenge coin. I didn't think hard enough, Brad. I hate you. <laughs> I, I beat you to the punch by cheating. Um, my Mine
2: would be a Book that I, I have upstairs, and and I forgot to grab and bring down here to show it, but uh, easily found on on Amazon and whatnot. Um, I I just finished the uh, the um, Tasting Whiskey Lou Bryson book, which was which was very good and packed with information, but it's a it is a little kind of high school textbook ish, sure. if you will. Uh, so once I finished that, I started reading. Um, Whiskey Distilled by Heather Green and I find the her writing style to be pretty engaging uh, I, it's not something I've I, I really just um, you know sometimes you start reading a book and, and it, it becomes a little difficult to you find yourself restarting paragraphs and the writing style is a little stiff or something you're just really not getting into it sure. all the time she has a way about her her writing style for me that's really entertaining, informative, seems smart, funny. Um, I I'm really enjoying it. So it's yeah, it's really I just
1: happen to have it sitting beside the desk. Gretchen so, just so there happened to, uh, oh, there to bring go. it. Nice. So there you go. It's a different cover. I got the hardback. Oh, you got the hardback version. Nice. Josh yeah. likes it hardback. What? Yeah, <laughs> you know it. Like I said,
2: hard in the back.
1: Yeah, no, she's she uh, seems cool. I, I had a very short chance to chat with her during the level one psalm uh, class months. Yeah, months ago. oh yeah, but, you were lucky uh, enough to have her as a guest. instructor. It was a, it now. was a lot of chaos, so I'm, it's not like we hung out, but I got to chat with her for right. like two minutes. She seems cool. Um.
2: So yeah, I, I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. I've only gotten you know a little bit into the book, but I it was one of those if I wasn't exhausted. I wouldn't have put it down. I'd have just sat there reading it. Um, And so it's quite good. Whereas this is also very good. The tasting whiskey book. It's there's a ton of information packed in here, but it is a little more sort of textbook style um, if you will, but very, very all encompassing. So whiskey distilled, Heather green, check
0: it out. Easy read. A lot of fun. The audio book
1: is actually really well done too. If you prefer like audio. Yeah. And and I guess that's
0: gonna that's gonna answer john um john's quite john g's question asking uh, any good whiskey related audiobooks yeah go read that on go go. listen to that on uh any of your audiobook um app
2: well really i feel like also you know if you're going to listen to whiskey related content um kind of the the cornerstone the the unshakable core around which all of that is built is uh This show right here, Cast Strength. You want to put it in your ear holes and just listen to it all the time. It will learn all kinds of things. Just stick with us and you'll be good. See, I thought you were going to talk about
1: Aquavitae in his live stream that's going to be tomorrow. Uh, But, you know, he's not nearly as professional as us.
2: (laughs) No, Far far more
1: professional.
2: (laughs) Far, far more professional.
0: I was going to say something. <laughs> so oh oh it. yes. Um so um I guess we'll we'll save it for next week's podcast uh what I was gonna talk about. It's gonna be a big thing, so don't worry. Sorry guys, big Ts show up next Wednesday. What a T. Um uh, my fiddly bit. I for the first time ever am completely done all my holiday shopping. Um with like two and a half weeks to spare. So I finished it last night. Nice. Uh, I went out with uh, my, my buddy's wife. We do our Christmas shopping every year together. This, this year we decided we're going to do it early. We did it. It's done. I don't have to do anything else. So if you're procrastinating, don't do it. Just go do it. We did it in three and a half hours. We we ran through the mall. We got everything and we were out and it's feel, and it's so free and it feels amazing to have it all taken care of so We shopping. Go do it now.
2: Did you say he went to the mall?
0: yeah i went to the mall those are <laughs>
1: still a thing
2: what the
0: hell what
2: there are malls still oh my god i well you know a little
1: bit of exercise
2: i guess <laughs> do you get uh <laughs> how what what are malls like in do you do you guys have like places where they sell pretzels and orange julius and shit like that in there beaver tails a lot of, <laughs>
0: <beaver>. <laughs> was a lot of beaver i
2: was not prepared for that answer <laughs> <laughs> okay what 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 are beaver tails You don't know what a beaver tail is?
0: No. They're delicious. It's like an elephant ear. It's literally a big big ass um, piece of dough that's fried. Okay. And then you can put like icing sugar or Nutella or bananas, strawberries.
2: It sounds like an elephant ear with extra steps. Basically.
0: Sure. (laughs) Basically is, yeah.
2: Yeah, Christina took the words out of my mouth. It must be a Canadian thing. I don't just, know. I mean, just
0: Canadian things. I'm to we're gonna make a meme <laughs> of that. Me and, me, and Brad with a bottle of whiskey and just in the bottom and furly writing just Canadian things. <laughs>
2: right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a funnel cake, but a funnel cake is much more lacy. Right? Yeah.
1: This is just a yeah, solid it's not, it's hunk not, of dough. It, it's yeah. ba- it's essentially an elephant ear with different sort of toppings and things.
0: At, the, at uh, one of our ski resorts up here um, if you make it to the top of uh, the highest point they actually have a small little shack uh, make like deep frying them like on the spot so if you get up there and it, when you get up there and it's freezing cold, you just go grab a uh, piping hot beaver tail and eat it at the top of the mountain and you have a ma- great view of, uh, of the north.
2: So if they've got beaver tails at these places and malls and like on mountains and shit in Canada, they should make little bite-sized ones that you just call them moose knuckles. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> the
2: commercials and that's, basically uh, like how themselves. And going to
0: end off tonight's stream. <laughs> thank you to everyone for joining us. It's been a blast. You guys are awesome. Thank you. To, <laughs> um, thank you to Josh and Brad and myself. And I'm going to thank myself because I'm a greedy, greedy bastard. Sure. Um, and uh yeah uh, like comment subscribe let us know um let us know what's going on in your lives and if there's anything you want us to talk about uh next week um in the meantime slancha from your cast strength crew
2: slancha slancha